from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Welcome back to the show. Henrietta Young joining us here. She's a wedding and event planner at Guest Girl Events, and she's from, well, LV, right? So that's Las Vegas. Excited to have her here to talk more about the work she does. And again, go to YesGirlEventsLV.com. How are you? I am great, Jill. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Excited to have you back here. Please introduce yourself to our listeners to start. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me back. I'm definitely excited. Well, my My name is Henrietta Young, and I am an event planner here, based here in the beautiful city of Las Vegas. Yay! And, by the way, how many years of experience doing this and what brought you into this field? Always got to get to know you for new timers out there who are tuning in today. Sure, absolutely. So my business is still fairly new. We're about a year and a few months old. Um, but we've been, you know, I've had a background in um, IT that kind of merged with my personal love for planning, uh, you know, social events. But, you know, with launching my business, it's about a year and some change. And what brought me into the field was when I was looking to get married, I did not, um, you know, the pains and struggles that I went through to select a wedding planner. And I'm like, I have the skills and I married it with my IT knowledge. And that's how I'm here today. So. Perfect. Well, excited to have you here. Could you share with us your uh, email um, email or website? Sure. Um, my website is yesgirleventslv.com. Perfect. And our email address is yesgirleventslv at gmail.com. But if you get on our website, that's the easiest way to get a hold of us. Our contact forms are there. Our phone numbers are there. Social media handle is there as well. Perfect. Well, thank you for being here. Let's talk today. Uh, unfortunately, I know I mentioned I didn't get your notes, but it looks like they did just send them over. So I do have them. Thank you uh, for being so uh, detailed oriented. So let's talk a little bit about things to consider when selecting a wedding planner or month of coordinator. Could you share a little bit about that? Sure. Um, that's definitely a topic I'm excited about because a lot of times, you know, Brides getting married or couples getting married, it's their first time. Some people, it's their second rodeo, third, but the majority, it's their first time. So it's really great to have some backhand information of what will help them select the best type of planner to meet uh, their needs. So those are some of the things, uh, some of the things that I want to talk about today. That so not everybody's going to you know be able to have a planner for their wedding because a planner is going to be more detailed with you and probably cost more than a month of coordinator. However, when selecting either individual to help with your day, there are certain things that you need to take into consideration. Things like, you know, their planning style, how it aligns with your lifestyle, you know, their transparency process of the whole, you know, planning process, their transparency of the planning process, you know, and what do they specialize in? Just some backhand things, you know, that I can touch base on a few of those tough uh, touch points today. Great. Well, let's take a peek here. We're talking about the planner style, the transparency, area specialization. I'll have you get right to the details. Thank you. Sounds good. So for their planning style, it's definitely important um, to select a planner. For example, if you work a, a Monday through Friday job and you're working nine to five, You don't want to select a planner that's only available Monday through Friday, 9 to 5. It's going to be really difficult in terms of how that aligns with your lifestyle. So you want a planner that has the flexibility of saying, hey, okay, I can accommodate you on weekends or maybe in the evenings. 
How about even the time zone? You know, um, if their planning style is flexible enough, they can accommodate you if it's a time zone thing that say, you know, maybe it's an early morning phone call or a Zoom call, whatever your method of your means of communication is, or, um, you know, a late night call. Your planner has to be able to have a style that's flexible enough to align with your lifestyle because you're not going to pause your lifestyle just because you have a wedding coming up and you're planning for it. So that's something I wanted, you know, listen, it's a kind of, um, or couples who are getting ready to take, you know, the walk down the aisle to keep in mind. That's very important. Ask your planner or your month of coordinator, what's your style like? How, what's your availability? How can I get a hold of you? All that wonderful stuff. And then the second one, Jill, is, you know, the, their planning process trans, um, transparency. Say, for example, you've paid your planner or your coordinator X amount of money for their service. How I like to work with my clients, I separate my service fee from what, um, you know, they're actually paying their vendors. So they know exactly up front that this is for my time, my knowledge, my skills in working with them. And this is what they're paying, say, for example, for photography. This is what they're paying for, you know, um, their dress, all this other stuff. I'm not taking that money and then paying in the back end. Everyone's process is different, but I like upfront transparency from the jump. And also this brings me to another point. If the planner can, um, I prefer a method of a fixed a fixed price and also just knowing what is within the scope of that um you know, planning that I'm offering that client or that package. That way, I'm not billing the client at the end of you know the, at the end of the project saying, "Oh, you know, I I charged you for X amount of hours," and it's a complete surprise to them. So transparency is very important. From the jump, you're going to know that you're paying me X. If the scope of work does change, then we can renegotiate that and add that to it. But um, it's very important to have that transparency so that way your, your couple or, you know, your client feels comfortable and you as well set yourself, you know, that level of comfort knowing that this is what I'm offering. I'm shopping for you for the best vendor that's going to meet your needs, both uh, what you're looking for and also financially. And so that client is not left wondering, well, is this planner only recommending XYZ, um, you know, vendor just to get a kickback in the back? Is this person really... Um, does this person really have my interest at heart? Things like that. Okay. Wow. Right. And yeah. So I know a lot of <laughs> details. So I'm trying to you know, summarize it, but these are very important points that you no, know. Um, I it's... love it. I keep going. You great details today. No, no, I'm loving it. <laughs> I love how yeah. much information you're giving to those out there who may be struggling with this process. And guess what? It makes sense to hire someone like yourself. So I apologize. I'm just like in exactly. Awe. <laughs> That's okay. That is perfectly fine. Because one thing we get from our uh, couples all the time when we get on that first initial call, you know, um, is you know, I got engaged and we're all excited um, excited and all that, but I don't know what to do next, you know. So it's great to have this type of information so that way they are better prepared so they don't feel as nervous approaching a professional and asking the questions, you know. They don't feel like, oh, my gosh, this person is feeling like I'm interrogating them. But it's important to know because you don't want to sign a contract, pay a deposit, and then you find out that, oh, this is not a good relationship. So another point that I also wanted to mention is find somebody who's going to offer you what um, meets your needs. 
For example, if I am getting married um, locally, I need a local planner that's going to be available that probably could take a look at the venue with me, or even if the person's, you know, out of town, they have to be willing to travel and take a look at the venue with me. If you're looking for a destination wedding, obviously select a planner that is familiar in that department, so that way they can definitely you know, guide you on, like, things like taxes, conversion rates, and, like, you know, the language barrier. That is their specialty. So you want to make sure that the person you're selecting is familiar with what you want. That's also a very big deal in the planning process. And uh, something else that I wanted to mention also, Jill, is point number four is how comfortable do you feel with how they charge their fees. I know I touched a little bit about it early on of, you know, fixed fee and versus, you know, billings hourly or at the end or a percentage of your your total budget, that type of stuff. That can be a really sticky situation because sometimes you can say, for example, you you, you meet a client as a planner, you meet a client and the client says, oh, I want, I have X amount of budget, let's say roughly $100,000, Right. And then that client later, and you're like, okay, I'm charging a percentage. So in the back of your mind, you're expecting, say, whatever, 15%, 10%, you know, that you're expecting of that. <clears throat> and then, and these are just random numbers. It's just random numbers. It's not, you know, what the industry charges us. So it depends on where you're at. And there are so many other factors that go into determining pricing. But you set an expectation, and the scope of work doesn't change. That client still wants X amount of hours. They still want to go try dresses on, look at venues, you know, do food tasting, all this other wonderful stuff. And then later on, you know, maybe something happened, and the client's like, well, my partner lost their job, and I want to drop it down to, what, let's say a $40,000 wedding or a small elopement. Now you've put in all this work, you've done all this stuff, and what you were expecting is totally different. So your scope of work hasn't changed, but your price has changed. That can be very sticky. It can leave a bitter taste in the planner's mouth to where now, you know, there's that level of feeling uncomfortable where you feel like you've overworked yourself, but you feel underpaid. So, again, to avoid that, I prefer to have a fixed price. So that way, this is the scope of work. I am doing ABC for X amount. And then if that changes and the, the, the client says, hey, you know, um, things change and I want to change, you know, um, whatever my wedding was going to look like instead of 100 people or 150 people, it now want, has to be 50 people. That's still okay. I'm still dedicating the time and effort and energy to planning that wedding for that client, but my fee hasn't changed. See how that works out in favor of the client and the planner doesn't leave a bitter taste because from the jump you know that, okay. I can afford X amount, and this is what I'm getting for X amount. Yeah. So that's definitely important. Awesome. What else is important? All right. So uh, communication. So let's talk about communication. Communication is, is a big deal in everything because once you set expectations, um, those have to be met. So I like to have everything in writing, my method of communication, um, you know, sometimes as a planner, you have to create barriers as well. But on the client side, it's good to know that, okay, let's respect what the planner or the card, the month of coordinator wants to use as a method of communication. Do they prefer emails versus text? Do, the, do they have a portal that they want you to go through? That way, when I love using a portal, 
I love using a portal. That's a topic for a different day. But say, for example, I deal with so many clients that once I go into clients, say, Mrs. John's, Ms. John's folder, everything related to her is going to be in there. If she sends me mock-ups, if she sends me inspirational pictures, instead of me digging through a thousand text messages, and then I might miss something. But when I go to that one-stop shop, it's there. So um, to backtrack on the communication thing, I think it's really important to establish a means of communication from the jump. Do you expect, so with my clients, I like to do like a regular cadence of, um, you know, maybe two weeks or every three weeks, depending on how far out we are from their events. We'll do either a Zoom call so they know that I am invested in the conversation and I'm talking to them directly. That is if we're not able to meet on a regular basis. And also, you know, phone calls. So we have a fixed calendar time as to when we can talk, but they can email me at any time and I'll definitely respond. Phone calls are okay within business hours. I am a family woman, too, so, you know, it's good to establish that, okay, maybe Henrietta doesn't want to be called at 8 at night, 9 at night. I have a 3-year-old. You know, things like those is really important to, you know, know everybody's communication boundary. I don't want to call a client at 9 at night as well. Maybe an email would be ideal. Maybe they're in a different time zone type of thing like that, so communication and means of communication is really important. I appreciate that, yeah. of course, all communication. That's awesome that you have somebody there that you can call to brides and, and, and people that call you in the middle of the night sometimes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I understand emergencies, but, yeah, nobody wants to nobody wants to be disturbed in the middle of the night because I need to sleep and recharge so I can be the best planner for you in the morning, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, one more time, tell us how we can reach you. We'll take a quick break. Sure. Um, you can reach me via, um, you know, my website. Our, our contact form is there. Our social handle is there. It's yesgirleventslv.com. And you can take a look at our Instagram. That is the platform that we, we're the busiest on. We do fun events. So definitely check us out there on um, Instagram and at yesgirleventslv. All right, stay tuned. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with more. Please stay with us. If you have unfiled taxes or are in debt to the IRS, this is important news. The IRS just rolled out a new program to help struggling taxpayers more easily resolve their tax problems. It's called the Taxpayer Relief Initiative, and it opens up powerful new options for people looking to get back on the right track with the IRS. And no one knows this program like the professionals at Optima Tax Relief, America's most trusted tax resolution company. They've Resolved over $1 billion in tax debt for their clients and have the expertise and experience to help you. One easy call to Optima can start the process, helping to put an end to your worries of wage garnishment, asset seizure, and other aggressive IRS actions. Make today the beginning of your fresh start with the IRS. Call the experts at Optima Tax Relief now for your free confidential consultation. Call 800-386-9945. 800-386-9945. 800-386-9945. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Are you looking for even more of the podcasts and hosts that you love? The Podcast Business News Network is proud to announce that you now have even more ways to listen live. Check out the MyTuner Radio, Online Radio Box, and Simple Radio apps on iOS and Android, or find us online. Search for Business News Network on MyTuner-Radio.com, or search Podcast Business News Network on Streama.com and OnlineRadioBox.com slash US. Take your podcasts on the go and don't miss a minute of the action. 
At Go Die Healing Arts, we offer you the freedom to become the master of your destiny. Awena Karu, founder, is a master healer and shaman that will walk with you on your journey to mastery. From Akashic readings to soul fragment retrieval to master classes, your journey is just as personal as you. Schedule a free consultation or book a private session today at godaihealingarts.com. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Welcome back to the show. We are excited to have our guest here talking about the benefits of event planning and all she could do to help save you time, money, and energy because, yeah, in the end, it does save you money. Uh, she gives you that vibe check and everything that you need and helps, and she's very transparent, so when it is time to pick someone, especially in the Las Vegas area where she is, uh, we always want to recommend our friend, and we also want to say a welcome back to the show. Henrietta Young here joining us, and again, don't forget it's called Yes Girl Events. That's YesGirlEventsLV.com. Hello, hello. Hello, Jill. And by the way, yes. we're not just talking weddings. We're talking baby showers, uh, bachelorette parties, yes. picnics. You do a lot. Uh, yes. <laughs> what else is on the agenda for today, darling? Sure, any events. Uh, so on that topic, so like you said, we're not just talking about weddings. It's uh you know, let's shift gear a little bit. Any type of event that you're planning, it's good to be, you know, prepared ahead of time with questions that you're going to ask, you know, the, the planner or the coordinator or whoever that professional is that is going to assist you with, um, you know, executing this um, event. So it's good to have that chemistry with them and stuff like that, especially if it's going to be over a period of time, you know. So, for example... Could that person be your friend in real life? I mean, you don't have to hang out with them or or anything like that, but could you see yourself hanging out with them? Could I see my true authentic self? Like, if I don't, you know, if I want to let, let my guards down, how would I be if I'm having drinks with a, with a girlfriend? Like, how would I, you know, how would I feel? I can be able to be open. I can talk about the things that are not so, you know... That's so pretty things that are maybe irritating you. So just that level of comfort with your planner or whoever that individual is assisting you with your event is super important. That's what I want to call the vibe check. So I'm a, I'm a very laid back person, you know, um, and I laugh easy and, but there are days that are going to be uh, stressful and that's okay. I can keep, I can stay professional. However, for the client, you know, I need them to be able to feel comfortable with me as well. Now, is this client, you know, uh, relaxed as well and, you know, they can take things easy and even when things are stressful, they can talk to me. I, I'm not necessarily a therapist, but, you know, your planner, you're going to be in a, a, a relationship with them for a little while. So just that vibe check and making sure that you both are comfortable with each other. You want something Feel yourself around. Uh, be your t- authentic self around. So that is super important. So I like to say, hmm, would I be able to grab drinks with this person and not feel like, oh, my gosh, the clock is ticking and, you know, I, I got to go? Would I be able to vent to this person? And this is me putting myself in the position of a client asking, you know, themselves this question and seeing, you know, how they would feel if they were to hang out with that planner or that coordinator in real life. Okay. And also, another thing that is important, Jill, um, one of the last points that I wanted to touch base on today is, um, you know, the level of involvement. 
And I think that is important to establish from the jump. So when I do my consultation calls, that helps me gather up majority of the information that I need, at least 98% of what I need to build a solid proposal and knowing how much involvement this client needs, where they're currently at, what's the baseline. Do they need hand-holding, which is absolutely okay. Like, you know, what? where are we starting from? Do they want to be on in the process and then need me to come in at a later time? And that's where, say, for example, a month of coordinator will come in if that client is planning their own event and they just need you to execute at the end of, you know, at the end of that, end of the day. So level of involvement is very important to establish from the start. You don't just want to have a one-size-fits-all. Everyone is so unique. One client's need might be different from another client's need. So that is, you know, super important to take into consideration as well from a planner's perspective, but also from a client's perspective, asking yourself the questions, hmm, how much help would I need, you know, and that's a good base to start. Now, tell me the process when you got married. Tell me what, what happened. You got stressed out because you had a planner or you were you didn't have a planner? So, uh, so I was looking for a planner. I hadn't, you know, no, I didn't know anybody because we just moved to this state. I knew what to do. I just wanted to experience having a planner. So uh, first it was just not being able to get a hold of anybody. You'd, uh, you know, fill out the inquiry forms. Nobody will get back to you. So it became this thing of, hmm, just and somebody will get back to you and say, oh, I'll call you back and never follow through. So it was just frustrating not having, you know, anybody reliable getting back to me. And the ones that did get back to me were either too overpriced for my budget at the time or I felt like <laughs> what I wanted, you know, was not being heard. So that, again, that communication thing. So, <clears throat> excuse me, Jill. I wanted a simple backyard wedding. I did not want, you know, at a simple backyard wedding, I don't need a world-renowned chef to make my salad and all that. I just want to be down to earth, you know, dance under the stars with my shoes off type of thing is what I wanted. So I feel like that was not being translated to the planner at the time. So, again, compatibility important. And that's how I was like, you know what? I got this. Let me do this myself instead of waiting and putting it in somebody's hand. I tried not to be <clears throat> the controlling person of being like, I'm in charge, but it ended up having to be that I had to step in for my own wedding and just execute. Wow, I, that's a lot of work. Oh, my goodness. And people might say, well, isn't it too expensive? Could you share that, uh, that the cost of it, what it, <laughs> what it takes off the mental anguish and stress? Could you share a little bit about that? Sure. Absolutely, yeah. It is, you know what, there's a, there's a, a market for everyone. I am not targeting clients that, you know, um, that have hundreds of thousands of dollars to spend on a wedding. That's not my niche. I am targeting, from my experience, I wanted a backyard wedding. So I'm targeting the bride that thinks that, okay, my, my budget is somewhat tight, and I can make a, a wedding happen with $10,000 or less. To some people, it might be like, is that even possible? But yes, it is possible to have a wedding for $10,000 or $15,000 or less. So that bride that is tied on budget, that probably is a two-income household, and she just wants to have a beautiful day. And that's how my backyard wedding venue was born as well. But that's a topic for a different day. But yeah, I'm targeting that bride that's on limited budget. Well, I appreciate that. I think it's important to know. Um, and it's also good to hire someone that you jive with. You offer an initial consultation, right? 
Yes, absolutely. A free initial consultation that helps, you know, that couple. And I prefer actually that first consultation to be a video call because especially if we're not able to meet in person, you still get to see the person behind the, you know, the phone and likewise. So that usually, you know, will help my clients feel relaxed and we literally get to vibe and get to know each other genuinely. Mm-hmm. And in closing, is there anything that we didn't cover today that you want to make sure we get in for everyone? We covered everything. The only thing that they need to do is run to Yes Girl Events LV and check us out. Perfect. Thank you so much. Love yes. it, love it, love it. Uh, do it, and uh, you won't be disappointed. And the amazing venues and choices you have, go to the website, check out some of the pictures, and even on social media, uh, right? You're on Facebook yes. and Instagram, too? Yes, we are. Awesome. Thank you so much. I love it. I love it. Say goodbye to that nerve-wracking planning. Let her do the rest, her and her team. Yes, Thank you so much, Henrietta, for being here again. Always a pleasure speaking with you. Thank you for having me, Jill. Have a wonderful rest of your day. You too, and an even better weekend. Bye-bye. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. This is you over 30 years ago. Are we there yet? Are we there yet? And this is your mom when you drive her back from therapy. Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Roles change without us noticing. And in your new role, we help you help. AARP gives you the information to help care for your mom so that you can have patience with her just like she did with you. Visit aarp.org caregiving or call 1-877-333-5885 to get practical health and wellness tips to provide even better care for your loved one. Are we there yet? Remember, visit aarp.org caregiving. AARP, we help you help. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council.